Life is busy, but what I'm most intrigued about and I want us to talk about and just kind of give God glory for today mm-hmm. is this movement that God is doing, yeah. no offense, of all places yeah. in the middle of Nebraska. Right. Family, multiplication, restoration. I'm Dahadi Lewis. Join me, Noah Odom and Hayden Radner, as we come to you from Atlanta, St. Louis, and Las Vegas, as we seek to add value to your church planning journey. We'll have real-time, authentic conversations that are relevant to the life of the church planner and pastor. Join us as we hear from leaders of this movement from across North America and discover what it really takes to plant churches everywhere for everyone. Welcome, everybody, to the We Are Send Network podcast. My name is Noah Oldham, the lead pastor of August Gate in St. Louis. Joined, as always, by my man, Hayden Ratner, the senior pastor of Walk Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. And today, Dahadi is out, but we have a special guest. He hails from Omaha, Nebraska, right between you and I hiding there geographically in the United States, Ryan Johnston. Man, welcome, Ryan. Good to have you. Yes, great to be here. Great to be here. Man, right out of love as we get just started out of the gate for you to share with everyone who you are and what you do in the SEND Network. Yeah, so uh, Ryan Johnston, I am the church planning leader for Kansas and Nebraska, and um, so kind of two years ago, stepped into this role out of pastoring and um, being in the local church and yeah, love it. It's been awesome what God's been doing in Omaha and all all throughout Kansas, Nebraska. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you, you've been a pastor. Uh, you're a husband. You got mm-hmm. five kids. Yep. Yep. Uh, life is busy. But what I'm most intrigued about, and I want us to talk about and just kind of give God glory for today, mm-hmm. is this movement that God is doing. Yeah. No offense of all places. Yep. In the middle of Nebraska. Right. Right. Nebraska. Right. <laughs> so 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 tell us, like, what is God doing right now? How do you describe? Um, all that's happening there with church planting. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's hard to kind of grasp it. So, you know, two years ago I stepped in, and you're trying to get a hold of, like, what's happening in the city, what's going on. And I walked in, and I'm, I'm, <clears throat> so a friend of mine and from college named Chris Horeska, Chris, about eight years ago, decided to plant a church. And so Chris, like, back up, like, 18 years Chris has walked onto campus where I was in school. I was a student ambassador. I shared my faith with Chris. Oh, man. Chris came to know Jesus. Chris went on staff with crew. Then Chris plants a church. And so I moved back to Omaha. Chris and I start meeting. Well, their church planted eight years ago. They've now planted 13 churches, baptized over 1,000 wow. people. Come on. Over 5,000 people on all their campuses. And Well, not, they have two campuses in Omaha, all, all their churches, Lincoln, Council Bluffs, Omaha, Bennington, Inner City. I mean, they're, they're, they're all over. Amazing. They have a vision to plant 10 multiplying centers throughout the Midwest. Wow. And so we just get to kind of jump in and get to, get to be a part of this thing that God's doing there. Yeah. So they just joined up with us in the SBC, and uh, we're just, we're running. I remember the first time you told me that story of you led this dude to Christ in college. Yeah. And then all these years later, after God had taken you, pastoring, you're in Ohio, you, you have an opportunity to come back and serve as a church planning catalyst yeah. in Omaha. And yeah. at that point, and some good work happening, yeah. but very slow work. And mm-hmm. you come, and you told me even this morning, like, hey, I'll come, but we got to do this thing together. Yeah. 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 Would you say, would you throw the M word on this thing? You think that God is birthing a movement right now? Yeah. No, I mean, wow. 100%. I mean, God's birthing a movement because, you know, like— Right. It, uh, growth is one generation, mm-hmm. right? Reproduction yeah. is second generation. Yeah. You know, multiplication, that's third, fourth generation. And so we're seeing like 
Ciudad Omaha now has, right, grandbabies and grandbabies. grandbabies. And so we're, we're seeing that third, fourth generation, which that's where, like, things get out of control. Yeah. And that's what I tell them all the time. I'm like, guys, you know, like, this is about to go crazy because, like, once you hit that place, like, who knows where it goes from here. So, yeah, yeah. I would say movement is the right word. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Dude, that's really amazing, and it's something that give God glory for because mm-hmm. that's not happening everywhere. Yeah, um, there's probably some people leaning in right now, watching or listening, that are thinking, "What's some of that secret sauce, man? Yeah. Uh, what, what you guys, what type of water are you drinking in yeah. Nebraska and your area, yeah. man?" And so, what would you even say are some of the ingredients of a movement? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that that you and and Chris Mm -hmm. began to apply to see God do some of the things that he's done. Obviously, God can do whatever he wants, wherever he wants, whenever he wants, but there's certain things that are clearly getting his attention, Mm -hmm. getting people's Mm -hmm. attention. Talk about what some of those things that led up to that. I think, like, so if you just talking the City Light movement, I think some of the secret things in there is they have a co-pastor model. Okay. And so it's Chris and Gavin. They're leading the movement. Chris Fresca, Gavin Johnson. I mean, and so they're up there. So what happens is there's just an incredible amount of humility within mm-hmm. the movement because— Humility. Um, I mean, you got you to gotta submit yourself— to your co-planner, That's you, great. Gotta, you know, and so, so I think like just embedded in the movement is there's humility, mm-hmm. um, but they just have simple structures. Like they gather, they scatter, right? They have mm-hmm. city groups. They have they don't they they don't do everything. Um, it's so simple, um, but but I think from the beginning, movement was their goal, and so you know I talk about it like when you're playing football. Right, like you don't tackle the person where they are. If you tackle them three yards behind where they are, you blow them up. Right, that's right. Mm. And like I, I feel like they aimed at third, fourth generation. They yeah. weren't aiming. They weren't aiming at growth. They weren't aiming that's at good. reproduction. They were aiming at multiplication. And See, so, so I think I think clear that's vision. a yeah. They just had a clear vision. We're gonna we're gonna bring people. And so they had residents from the beginning. And but there's other things like if, when you hear them tell the story, like. You know, they were in a prayer meeting because that was, prayer was huge to the I was waiting for it to come up. I was going to say, yeah, there's I mean, got to be some prayer components yeah, to this Yeah, so they're, they're, you know, they have their first gathering. They have Wednesday night prayer. They're doing their Wednesday night prayer thing. And at the end of the Wednesday night prayer thing, Gavin goes, I think we need to plant a church. Mm, wow. Yeah. And they were like a year old. And they're like, we don't have money. Like, how are we going to plant a church? And there was a guy that was along with them, Tyler. And Tyler says... Like, I think God's called me to plant a church in Benson. And Benson's like, you know, wow. 20 blocks from where they were meeting. Wow. Um, but it's a whole other community yeah. in the city. Sure. And so Tyler goes and they send, you know, 120 people with Tyler. And so that, and, and that's, they've, they've just, they're so generous with their plants. They give mm-hmm. cash, they give people, they give, yeah. I mean, they're sending out sons. They're, yeah. they're, they're sending out. Wow. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not they holding that all. And then, like, hey, we don't, yeah. we don't, wow. wow. Yeah, and so it, I think those are some components for them that, I mean, that the secret sauce, you know, those are those are the things that are happening. What did you hear, Noah? What, Man, I, I, I heard a, n- a number of points there. I yeah, think yeah. we need to write down. Yeah. So we got humility. Humility yeah. from the Oh, child. my goodness. And yeah. I love the fact that so many people who have gifting and God seems to have his hand upon them, if that mm-hmm. humility factor is not there, it derails it. Wow. But it was cooked in because of that model. Yeah. Not that every model has to happen that way. Yeah. Sure. But humility does. Mm-hmm. There was simplicity. Mm-hmm. Simplicity. Like, we're doing 
the main things. We're going to make disciples. We're going to gather. We're going to scatter. Yeah. There was um, clarity. Clarity. Mm-hmm. And then I heard intentionality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Four for four. Man, I think I think those are four things that we're all yeah. we're pushing for yeah. now. But the foundation of that, and I knew yeah. I knew you, it was going to spark you, was prayer. Yeah, right. Was yeah. prayer kind of wrapped like, in prayer? Mm-hmm. I, God, we need dependability. You yeah. know, de- yeah. dependence on God. Yeah. And so, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, so Ryan, these guys they 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 plant this church, City Lights, and they're not they're not a part of Send Network. Right. They see some some success. Mm-hmm. Why would a church? It's already got something going on. Why do they want to be a part of a network yeah. that they don't have any history with? Sure. I, I think for them, they saw our network and they were like, you know, you know. I, I remember sitting with them the first time and said, "We just want to see a multiplying church in every community in North America." And so I said, "So for us, what that looks like for me, Kansas, Nebraska, like what does it look like for every man, woman, and child to have access to the good news of the kingdom by mm. putting a multiplying church in, you know, every every community?" And they were like, "So good." They were like, we, we've never really worked with anyone that has that, that heart that wants to put fuel on that fire. And so it was just, uh, there's, it was easy. It was, it was like, okay, this is what you are doing. Mm-hmm. This is what we are doing. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons why someone might join a church planning network. Sometimes, uh, or family of churches, I have a need. Um, I need some money. Mm-hmm. I I need some resources. I need some partners. I need some people. And so I'm going to do this hoping that I'm going to I'm going to meet this need to help me do this one thing. Mm -hmm. But then every once in a while, there's Mm -hmm. those leaders who say, God's already doing stuff. I don't really have this need here. What I want to do is the need is external. I want to see God do something beyond what we could do on our own. And I need to be kingdom minded. I need to be partnered with other people. That's what I love about those guys. Well, and I think they just Mm -hmm. really felt like, man, we can go further faster we can get this, you know, 10 and 10. Like, we can get these 10, me- 10 Midwest multiplying hubs. Like, we can do that on our own, but we think we can move faster, right, with the network. And I think that's true. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's hard to do it alone. I mean, yes. I did as a pastor. Like, I, I didn't know about all the resources that Network had when I was pastoring. Yeah. And, I mean, it was hard, man. I mean, it was hard planting churches as a pastor alone. Yeah, it's a blessing yeah. to be a part of a family that gets it, you yeah. know, that is specific toward what you're doing. One thing that is unique a little bit about your story is you're a planter pastor who really sensed the Lord leading you to step out of that specific mm-hmm. domain mm-hmm. calling, if you would, to work in yeah. denominational life or whatever you'd want to call yeah. it. And um, sometimes there's like tension in between those two, mm-hmm. even in a even in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, what are some of the factors that led you to make that decision? Mm-hmm. And talk about how it's going and, and how you still kind of are, yeah. got your foot in both a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure you still got that itch to preach, that yeah. itch to, to, to pastor people. Yeah. But I think even, even you are saying, hey, this was an impact move. Yeah. This was, this was a, fat, a, a further, faster move. Mm-hmm. Because you have that that vision. Yeah, and, you know, for me, every move I've ever made was like, okay, where can I impact the kingdom of God more? Like, mm. if in this role— It's a great question like, to ask. Like, how can I how can I move ahead? And so it's funny. I was—in I, taking this role, there was two—I had two options. I was interviewing at a church, and it was going to be—it would have been a hard road, but it would have been a good thing. Mm. And this, and the last question I asked the interview team was, um, hey, if I were to come to your church and plant five churches in the next two years— 
um, what would be the hurdles? And they'd never planted a church before. Yikes. <laughs> and, uh, I love it. and they like got all scared. And Come they, out hot. They said, they said, what would you do? And I like exploded with excitement. And my wife was like, yeah, you need to do like the church planting thing. Yeah. And so I yeah. stepped in that role. But it was funny for me in my life, I was a college pastor, served a church in, in, in Memphis and incredible place. But I, but all like 20 years now in ministry, my story has been getting underneath guys that have a call that have, that God's asked to do something and helping them get to that place. Listen mm. to And so I did that as a pastor. I did a college pastor. I, you know, I, I remember even times where it's like, God, I want to do my thing. And then somebody showed up in my office and they're like, hey, can you help me get to Thailand? And I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, let's do that. And so like, you know, <laughs> yeah. and so I just feel like this role has been one for me that just, it's just God's been orchestrating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the local church. I mean, there's so much in me that I don't think, like, I mean, local church is where I live. I mean, I, I love to preach. I love to do those things. But, mm. but you know, right now, this is just the place God has me helping prop guys up, man, get underneath them and just let them fulfill that thing God's asked them to do. Yeah. yeah. I kind of sense like a Barnabas type. Come on, let me Bro, you I, about to say the oh. same thing. Uh, well, good. Talk Dude, about it. No, man, like all I could hear was like, man, we've got all of these church planning catalysts. Mm. And often there's that struggle of in church planning, we think, who's the ideal? Paul. Let's be like Paul. Right. Paul isn't Paul unless Barnabas was Barnabas first. Yeah. That dude Facts. goes and gets Paul and brings him, probably trains him up in that first year when they're there at Antioch. They go out together, and we even see the ordering of their names. Wow. Yeah. And until they had that disagreement over, you know, his cousin, you know, family stuff will cause all kinds of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But before that, it was Barnabas and Saul. Right. And then even after they split, Barnabas continues to have fruitful ministry. Totally. And dude— He finds this, another person. Just yeah. that desire yeah. to, like, yeah. lift people up. Yeah. That that's the that's so apostolic yeah. in in a, in a different way than we often highlight. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think so the good. thing is is like I mean I, I've been around it long enough that you see guys that have this great dream. Nobody gets underneath it, and it just never comes to reality. And mm. I mean, God's given like He's given people dreams. There's new things that yeah. He's doing. And that's what we get to do as a network. We get to come along and say, man, we believe that God's told you to do that. Yeah. And now we're going to run with you to see that happen. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. And that's, that's what, I mean, that fires me up. That makes me excited to wake up in the morning and do that stuff. Do you feel yeah. like, do you feel like keep creating some space for just transparency here, yeah. keep, it, keep it transparent, yeah. keep it 100 on the We Are Send Network podcast? <laughs> um, do you feel like we need more of that in in our network? There's more guys thinking specifically. I need to lift somebody up today. I need to lift. I need. I need to help somebody break a barrier in this season. Yeah, man. Like I, I just think. No and I were talking this morning. Like, you know, I just think. I just think we got to wake up in the morning and just like what I love about my job mm. is I get to wake up and I get. Almost every conversation that I finish, I could tell the dude, or I do tell the guy, like, man, I love you. Yeah. Because I work with friends every day. And wow. I think that's part of it is just like, this is a brotherhood. Yeah. This is. And and I we need more of that. When I wake up, when I, I'm not, like, this isn't my job, like... It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's my life. Like I, this is a call on me, and and my the part I play in this, right, is Gosh. I'm not on a platform, man. Like I, my platform is sitting with a staff team, sitting with a pastor, you know, walking with a pastor that's sick or his congregation struggling or dude that's doing his first funeral, like yeah, building a sermon calendar, like whatever it is that he's got to do. That's what yeah. I get to help with, and that's great. That's you know, God's given me years. 
to kind of know what I'm doing with a few things. Yeah. And now I get to help guys do that. One of the things that you, you've got some experience in now, That's something good. that we're super excited about Send Network. And so, so much though, so that guys are asking me, hey, who's that guy you told me who does this? <laughs> but if we want to see a true movement across North America, yeah. discovering, developing, deploying, church planting teams from within, mm-hmm. residencies yeah. are what we've got to build out. Yeah. However, most churches are like, I don't know how to do that. It seems like a lot of work, mm-hmm. but you have this tool mm-hmm. that you've been using now. Yeah. Tell us about the residency builder. Yeah, so that's good. So the church I pastored, we had a residency. And so kind of stepped into this role, and I, I've spent a ton of time with pastors, and I'm passionate about residencies. I think we need to, like, that's the key of multiplication. Like, you right. got to, to tackle three yards behind, like, who are you investing in that's going to be the multiplier? Right. right. That, that's how you get right. to third, fourth generation. And so there's this gap. I felt like there was this gap between, I, I never meet a pastor. Pastors want to build people. Pastors want to develop people. I've, I mean, that's like the core of being a pastor. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to do this, but like, how do I do this? Like, how does this actually become a reality? How do we like bridge that gap? And so we created an event called the Residency Builder. And it was really created around like pastors have rigorous schedules. Pastors have like, there's not a ton of margin. I mean, y'all don't have a ton of margin, sure. right? But you're, and so you're looking for it. Yeah. And so it was a one day event, six hours come in and we're going to help you're going to walk away with this, a, a, a skeleton, a framework syllabus mm. that if I ran a residency out of my church, this is what it be, would That's be. That's great. And it wasn't just our, like we show them Sin Network's resources, which we have a ton that mm-hmm. are really helpful. But it was like, man, if, right, a resident and truly sending someone out is you giving away what you have as a pastor. Right. And so that's what we just try to help a pastor pull out who they are, how God's developed them through books they've read, responsibilities they've had, experiences they've had, just the, the whole of life, their own development. Yeah. And then their church, their unique D- DNA, what they bring to the table in yeah. five years, what do they want to see a guy doing and not doing? Like, how do you invest that in so it? Good. And then the, the last was just, you know, Christ, like, like, how was he as a trainer? Like, mm. how is this going to look like Christ in what you're doing wow. in your residency? And so it's, it's been amazing. We've seen it. We've By the end of the year, I think we'll have about 70 churches that have gone through the residency builder in, in Kansas, Nebraska. And in Kansas, Nebraska yeah. alone. That is amazing. Which is, I mean, and it's what's super Special. fun about it. Like the last one we did in Wichita, the, the best thing was the pastor that hosted the event, me and him just like sat on, you know, the stage for an hour afterwards, just talking about his stuff too, that yeah. like, man, I want to do this, but here are my barriers. Yeah. But man, we're talking about it. We're, we're helping him get where he needs right. to go. That's the starting point. And place. that's yeah. what's been fun about it. Cause everybody's in a different space. It's not right. like 70 churches are going to start a residency this yeah. year, Yeah. but we're beginning the wow. process that like in a year, two years, like what would that look like for us to begin to do this? Yeah. That word's exactly. getting more common. Yeah. 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 It's the groundwork. It's the foundation. I think mm-hmm. we'll look back at a movement that happens across Kansas, Nebraska convention and say, mm-hmm. hey, where did where did a lot of this begin? It began yeah. with these meetings of residency builder, people catching a vision for what yeah. could be. Sure. And man, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Man, the, you know, the, the big vision, man, the, right? The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. Mm. How about it? Like, what would it look like for the knowledge of the glory of the Lord to cover Nebraska? Oh. Yeah. In Kansas, as the water covers seas, and that's the mission of God, right? That's that's mm-hmm. His big thing, and that happens through multiplication. Yeah, and that's what we're aiming at. And these pastors, like, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
you love to help other people uh, fulfill the call God has for them. We have listeners right now. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you say to call out the call? Somebody's listening, wrestling with the call. Maybe God's calling me yeah. to plant a church. What would you say to them? Yeah, you know, if 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 you feel called to plant a church, if if you feel like there's something, I would say like find somebody. Whether that's a if you know a church plant catalyst, if you know, an, you know any denomination where if you but probably mostly your pastor like yeah. if you have a pastor someone you respect just begin to talk about it ask people if they see that in you mm -hmm. and begin to just walk through that calling you know um don't do it just alone. with brothers yeah and and as you do that like god will fulfill that yeah um it takes a ton of courage to walk into your calling you know mm -hmm. I, I remember those first years wow. for me it takes a lot of courage but have the courage to have that conversation mm -hmm. and you know, you'll look back in two, three years and you won't believe what God's done because this is all him, right? This, is. this is all him. It's all him. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. Yeah. If, if you want to know more about church planting, just as Ryan said, talk to your pastor, talk to a leader in your life, or you can get a hold of us at Send Network. You can text 888-123-SEND-NETWORK to 888-123 or check us out at sendnetwork.com. Go ahead, share this podcast with those who might be thinking about church planting or might be out there on their own already getting it done, but need a family to maximize that momentum. Until next time, we are Send Network. You have been listening to We Are Sin Network, a resource of the North American Mission Board. For more information about today's podcast and other relevant resources, visit sendnetwork.com.